on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. Boy, Kidder and I have quite a bit to talk about. Kidder went to a Bobcast game, and boy, does he have some stories and some thoughts about the presentation. Me? I've been playing board games with Junior, and uh, I got one. Is it good? Is it bad? You maybe could tell from how I said it. But if you couldn't, just wait. You'll find out. Uh, plus, hey, we revived two old segments. That's right. We got a Howard's Hot Take, and a Don't Do That. This show's like everything that you could possibly want, which means you're clearly in a good place. So welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Enjoy time with The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that says, sure, you can play a board game with a toddler. Just be prepared for some frustration, some headaches, and probably an elbow to the eye. I'm your host, the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Well, let me tell you there, Jayco, I, <clears throat> yeah, am here. <clears throat> is it really you or is that LA Knight that I'm hearing? I mean, I was a little confused for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Could be a little bit of something. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just, you never know, and you never know what we're up to here on the old, uh, the Triple B. Uh, in fact, it's always one of those reasons why you should be following us on all of our social media, why you should be subscribed to us on YouTube, or be following the good Mr. Kidder there on Twitch, because mm -hmm. Kidder, you surprised me today. You were streaming. Yeah, the, you uh, got the notice, I'm guessing. Uh, actually, actually, it was, uh, it was kind of funny. Junior and I were on the couch and, uh, we were looking for something to watch on YouTube for a little bit. And I'm, I, I, I saw the, the thing pop up and, and I'm like, Oh, watch this, watch this junior. And I hop quickly pulled it up on Twitch because when I, 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 on the phone, Twitch chat works better than YouTube comments. So I pulled it up on Twitch. and I'm like, you know, Hey, get her junior says hi. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be great because Kidder will be able to talk right to him. It'll be like magic. We wait and we wait and we wait. And then we little text message pops up and it's just like, <laughs> not quite as cool as, you know, he's used to watching the videos and not having it be interactive. So that would have mm. been like mind blowing for a toddler, but uh, <clears throat> Failed opportunities. Failed opportunities. <clears throat> Maybe, yes. However, I think that if you had sent me a text message, I could have unmuted my microphone and then really started to screw with society. Well, I mean, that that is probably true, but, you know, it uh, it's okay. It, it, it worked out. We ended up uh, getting called to the lunch table, so we were eating lunch. I kind of had it on. And uh, I, you had some people tuning in there, kidders. So I, you know, it was like trying to be entertaining, trying to keep them going, maybe try to get them going with a little uh, community chat. And so I was, I started, you know, of course, telling dad jokes in your in your chat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why not? I mean, listen, I 
and I'm trying, man. I, I was I was trying to help. Went over just like the entertainment value of this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I like to think that some people maybe caught on and we're having a good time with it, but I, I probably scared more people away from uh, from uh, actually watching the whole thing. It'll happen. Yeah, I think before we uh, we get really vested in that, we should have a beverage. What do you say? Well, I mean, you know, I, I was trying to lure all these people in, you know, and uh, they're all waiting with bated breath for, you know, their favorite segment, unless they're lame. And then they've just gone down to the chapters and just skipped ahead. American to, Truck uh, Simulator. <laughs> I was going to say to what's on tap. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, we, we definitely can get into it, Kidder. Everybody's favorite segment, what's on tap tap and uh what, what are you having tonight good sir what <sighs> is the man the myth the legend drinking tonight well uh first of all i realized that <clears throat> i'm not festive so i need to change that get uh, there there we are <clears throat> back in action Kidder, by the time this episode yes. comes out, it's after the holidays, so I, I'm participating in the usual American tradition of still having my tree up, not turning it on, and I'll I'll get it taken down by Easter. Hmm. No, you won't. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Let's see. Uh, well, you know what? Tis the season. There we go. Also, very depressing news. The uh, LED went out on the avalanche um, board, so may it rest in peace. Ladies and gentlemen, please join us for a moment of silence for the LED in Kidder's avalanche sign. Thank you. I, uh, I appreciate your uh, respect at, at this difficult time and uh, request uh, some privacy. I, I, I was just going to say, okay, fine. I won't ask you any more questions about it, but uh, that works yeah. too. <laughs> Let's see. I have really four beers, and that means oh, I'm going to have to have these too. They go together. All right. All right. Uh, I don't remember if we've had this one on the show, but it is from our favorite Texas brewery. Wait, is this an official beer of Farva? This is one of Farva's official uh, beers here from the Spatzel Brewing Company. Uh, every drop of Shiner is brewed in Shiner, Texas, because it's always shinier in Shiner. I don't know if that's their thing, but this is a black locker. Twelve it's fluid ounces. <laughs> it's their thing. It's always shinier and shiner. Yes, four point nine percent alcohol by volume in this thing, and uh, let's see, uh, Ball Corporation Aluminum, of course, uh, sponsor of yours and my Colorado Avalanche. It focused for a second, and that was. That was worth it. 
worth it. Okay. There's really nothing else on this. It's just dark sadness, maybe. Not shiny in Shiner. Anti-Shiner? That's what they could have called it, the anti-Shiner. <laughs> uh, matte. They could have called it matte. You know, as in like a matte finish. Maybe. But then you might want to pour this on the mat. Smells rich. The chocolate notes just smash into your palate right off the top. Have you had this one? No, I have not. Well, it isn't uh, as thick as the liquid chocolate milk, uh, alcoholic chocolate milk like JS enjoys, but it's pretty smooth. I'll give it that. It's solid 2.8 so far after one, maybe two. Hmm. I don't know. I had a Guinness uh, already a couple weeks ago, and so I have you know a little bit of the recent baseline, and this one just it, it isn't as smooth as what a nice fresh tap Guinness gives you. So it's it's the chocolate, chocolate in nature, <laughs> and then a little bitterness. Anyway, what are you having, good sir? Well, Kidder, uh, since we are recording this on a Sunday night, uh, I decided to use one of my parent-in-charge beers, and uh, I'm going to my favorite brewery. Uh, that is Kettle House Brewing Company, home of my favorite beer, Cold Smoke. Uh, this one I got from the local geek. Uh, he 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 gave me this one instead of the uh, Honey Hefeweizen that he gave you, and uh, that's because this is their... Uh, Northwest IPA. So he thought he would spare you that. Uh, is Thanks, of course local geek. That's why I like you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's one pint of beer, 5.5% uh, alcohol by volume, brewed and canned by Kettle House Brewing Company in Bonner, Montana, uh, Northwest, land of wild rivers, snow-capped peaks, and world-class beer. It has some tasting notes on here. Kidder, it... It has a uh, juicy, citrusy, and dry hopped. So um, we'll see. We'll see how Kettle House does with an IPA. So open it up. Uh, very citrusy. I'm not smelling a lot of hops, which is maybe a good sign. Uh, I really am hoping this is good, Kidder, because it's a full pint. You know, usually when we drink IPAs on this show, it's like, it's the can, if it's bad, you get through it fairly quickly. But I got to nurse this thing through the whole show, so I'm hoping it's good. Yeah, that is definitely dry hopped. Woo! It's kind of weird, because it's... Like, it does come off like the first bit is kind of very juicy and wet, and then, like, the hops kick in, and it's like a very, like, dry note that comes through. 
I'm not picking up the citrus, though. Hmm. I thought you were saying that uh, you're not a fan of this uh, brewing company anymore (laughs) because of this drink. I mean, it's... Oh, there it is. Hmm. Okay, th- I finally got the citrus. It's like on the like after after aftertaste on like the second drink. It was like it's like it was like right at the end. It's like pop of orange. Um, Would you have to burp it up to just taste it? No, no. It was just it was hidden, man, like a lost treasure there to come back at the end after the hops and go. Yeah, you taste oranges, you know. Um, you know, I, I, it's not the worst IPA I've ever had. It's not like as hoppy and as, you know, strong on the hops as some of the ones we've had. I mean, it's definitely got that, that hot taste that like for you, this would be a, uh, but I can tolerate this. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3.8 above average. Hmm. Uh, but not not terrible, not terrible. Hmm. So interesting. I'll uh, I'll enjoy it as I drink it all evening. Yeah. Well, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about the stream, and we had some people. Some people were in the stream, watching the stream, and throwing comments. And you missed it, and I even called it out hoping that you hit it on in the background and it was one of those like Howard come back type of things. However, Howard did not come back. Uh, no, the one one and only lane dropped in on the stream. He was talking about what he was doing today, what he was cooking. He's making Korean spicy Korean chicken tonight with some fresh rice and some slaw and i'm like that sounds awfully good you should come up here we can make it i was gonna say does he deliver (laughs) i was hoping really hoping but yeah a little bit of this a little bit of that talking about howard a second he was trying to get the chat numbers up. I, you know, hey, I listen. I, I I'm sorry I missed that. I, I literally, you had started kind of right before lunchtime, or at least when I jumped in, it was right before lunchtime. I had to feed the kids, and then we had to put one kid to sleep, and so that I was entertaining the other kid by playing board game, which I'll come back to because I got some things to maybe rant about. And um, anyway, that that kept me busy, so I never got back back on uh unfortunately so uh, and now i'm disappointed that i missed the appearance of lane and uh such because man there could have been some great banter back and forth in the chat if i would have been there yeah the chat would have been fired up it would have been rolling and and it just didn't happen and he would have hated all of those dad jokes i was telling yeah yeah I even pointed it out that you were telling dad jokes. Uh, did he fire back with, well, yeah, Howard's a dad, so every joke is a dad joke. No, because that's a dad joke. Ah. And true. <laughs> true. 
True. Uh, gotcha. Um, no, we rude boy Kyle got all fired up. We were trucking. We were Christmas trucking, holiday trucking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Junior kept asking me why there was snow and then not snow because, like, you would go to like your truck screen and there was snow on the ground. But then he was very confused when he got back in the game and then there was no snow. Yes. Very confused why they didn't just change the model over so then there's snow on everything in the game. Yeah. And snow that, plows that, and stuff. That would be cool. That was uh, that was confusing for him <clears throat> and such. Uh, he did like the fact that you were hauling a load of cattle at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was, that was pretty cool for him. I don't even know what was in, like, supposed to be in the trailer because I thought I clicked something else, but apparently I clicked that one. So when I hooked up or went to hook up to it and it says, this is your trailer, I went, I don't remember selecting that one, but we're here now, so let's haul it. And I think uh, I turned a corner and it looked like pigs. But again, we just make it up as we go. I, I mean, listen. If it if it works for him in the head cannon that you were, uh, you know, hauling a load of cattle from Wyoming to wherever you went, yeah, that was, Go that for was it. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason that they they have a, the portal because they port you over to the other map, and that's where the Christmas village is. And then you have to deliver stuff to there or from there. Hmm. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, but hey, you made it to Devil's Tower. That, that was pretty cool. I was like, right when you joined, I'm like, ah, right up the road here. We have something that I need to take a picture of. So let's go. And Junior was a little uh, disappointed because, like, when we hopped in, it was nighttime, and like we came up, and it was like Devil's Tower training post. I'm like, oh, hey, he's at Devil's Tower. And you're like, me no see tower. Like, well, maybe maybe the daylight will come on and you'll be able to see it. So he was happy that that did pop up and he got to see it. Yeah, it was dark when I got there. And then suddenly through a miracle of a couple keystrokes, the, the sun came out. That's right, everybody. Mark Kidder controls the weather. He doesn't just report it. So don't take him off. Of, the king of convection. Don't don't you forget it. I mean, I kind of had forgotten it, but, you know, I, I'm old. I, you know, I forget things. Well, you just wait until there's some lake effect snow right over your house. Like uh, when? Like four months from now? Anytime. You just, you never know when it's going to snow. Well, you know, I, I, I don't have my snowblower back. So, uh, you know, just, just hold off for a while, man. I, in fact, get her. I, I <laughs> We, we've talked about how Howard kind of sucks at winter um, because my wife worked during this last snowstorm that came through. So I had the kids and therefore could not get out and shovel like my driveway and sidewalks are still covered. So I'm hoping that there's some, uh, some more of this nice weather that we've been having in the uh, old forecast. And it'll just melt that all right off. <clears throat> no. Damn. Should have bought a, bought a house with a southerly facing driveway like somebody else. <laughs> uh, you know, my house faces the west, but we get a lot of southern um, sunlight. For half the day. 
Yeah. That's fine. It's just a good chunk of the day, truthfully. <laughs> That's fine. Apparently it's not fine since somebody still has ice and snow on their driveway. Well, you know, listen, I, I, part of that is just me needing to get out and shovel, but it's hard with kids because they always want to come out and help. But that means you got to bundle them up and then you have to watch them. And little miss is a little Houdini. She'll just run off like. So it's not like you can just like focus on shoveling. It's like you're babysitting while trying to shovel leashes. I, I, tie him to the house with like a 30 foot 30 foot rope uh, you shovel this area <laughs> this is why kidder doesn't have kids <clears throat> and why kidder is also not suitable for a babysitter <laughs> dang it hate that I got taken off that list there. Uh, I, I mean didn't say where the leash had to be attached. You got like a little belt, right? To the little backpacks. You know, my kids are clever enough. They would slip out of that backpack. Like he'd have to duct tape that on them to keep them from getting out. And then yeah, they would just yell and scream at you. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. so it might be a little bit nice this week. Woo. Also, I'm only working like four days this week, so Working four day, four days, and then like off for a chunk. So this is my last work week uh, in December. Must be rough. Ah, well, you know, I I'm still trying to burn down all of the extra time I earned from my time in Medora. Uh, plus, I just got the email that I have like 84 and a half hours I have to kill uh, before May first. Otherwise, I lose them. So, Howard's got like three weeks I need to take off. Hmm. WrestleMania is coming up. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, WrestleMania is on the weekend. That doesn't help me with taking time off. Well, I mean, you know, Friday and Monday. There's there's at least uh, sixteen hours right there. Well, yes, but why do I need to take that much time out? Well, maybe Monday might be nice. I have to look to see what my wife's schedule is. Hmm. Because it doesn't do me any good to take a day off when she still has to work. Because that means the next day I have to deal with the kids. So it's not really like a full day off. So I try to take my hmm. time off when my wife is off. Hmm. That way we can tag team the kids and it's not as stressful. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To quote your shirt. Huh, look at that. Yeah, you're you're sporting the LA Knight merch. You know, I might as well, right? I don't know. Are they doing anything with him right now? I mean, all the, all the only news I've been seeing about WWE has been that uh, CM Punk is back. And entered into the Royal Rumble. Um, and then uh, the fact that Orton is challenging Roman Reigns. That's it. That's the WWE news that I know. Hmm. But nothing on like anybody else. So I couldn't tell you what LA Knight's up to. <clears throat> He's still challenging uh, of sorts. Uh, Roman Reigns and the bloodline still kind of going after them. 
and also had a tag match with Randy Orton against Solo Sokoa and Jey Uso. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, at least they're doing something with him. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, so there's also um, not a whole lot else. Kind of looks like CM Punk will face Seth Rollins. Royal Rumble. Well, but or he's not Royal Rumble, not Royal Rumble. Yeah. They're, in, they're in in the Rumble. Yes, he's facing Dominic Mysterio. Hmm. He's got a house show. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not who I would partner down the road with right away, but yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I did watch that uh, that first promo of his. Kidder, the one that, like, you know, I had said that I was hearing some of the commentary was saying that it was a very much a stretch. And uh, I, I think I got it. I, I think the thing that's hard to believe is him saying, like, I'm home. Like, that line just comes off very um, inauthentic when it uttered from his lips. You know, like, the rest of the promo, fine. But just that I'm home. And then the fact that he said it again when he was choosing his brand and all of that. It's like that's that's clearly a line that he's being forced to say and it just comes off as inauthentic. The rest of his stuff is fine, but it just yeah, I have a hard time with it. Mm -hmm. So, I, I don't know if you feel the same or we're going to disagree. I mean, yeah, they're, they're going to make him a paycheck and uh, he essentially broke social media when he came back beat out every other talent in the history of wrestling for the most social media views related to his return. And I think that uh, shows that he is kind of home because he can get the most eyeballs. He can make the most money, make the company a ton of money and do what he does until he has to retire. Yeah, but just because he gets eyeballs, does that really mean he's home? Like I, I like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like up until you had the all-in brawl, you know, he seemed like he was at a pretty good fit in AEW. Mm. You know, I did not feel that way. I, I say this: you watched. This, I'm the guy who's seen nothing. <laughs> so, like, I am clearly armchair speculating here. You have actually seen this. So, I, I have a little bit different perspective as well, though, I guess, with my advertising and uh, broadcast experience. So, I see it a little bit different. Uh, but just the way that it felt, yeah. AEW was good for him. However, I think that it was just 
too much of a back and forth with the people in charge. And then the people in charge whined and complained. And then there were bigger issues and those issues overflowed. And then that's that, right? So I, whatever. <clears throat> the fact that he was suspended the first time was stupid. And then the fact that they let him go on the second thing, you know, incident, uh, which uh, Brian Danielson is on the conduct board and fining a bunch of people, I guess. So take that as you will. But the fact that CM Punk is back, I think he realizes where he can make the most money, where he can have the biggest impact. And he is also able to, you know, actually have a career because the company has changed a lot since he left. Not only from the simple leadership, but, you know, being sold and the people who are in charge in different places. And it's not just the same as when he left. He's not the same as when he left. So there's a lot. I think going for this, especially because when he was on WWE backstage, like that was great. I loved watching that show for his, uh, his take as an, uh, at that time, outsider, yet an insider, not afraid of what to say. And also as a side note, because we, I think had talked about, WWE shopping around for potential network for Raw as the contract is coming due. Uh, we know SmackDown will be returning to USA. And with CM Punk and his ratings spike, and you can see that in the past couple uh, episodes of Raw and SmackDown where you see Kind of about here, here, and then the CM Punk segment goes like this, and then it goes back down. <laughs> so the metrics don't lie. People are interested in it. That's helping to formulate uh, a bigger appetite for who gets Raw. What network will Raw land on? And also, apparently, he has opened some doors to have discussions with Warner Brothers Discovery, which, of course as we know, is the umbrella that AEW is sitting under right now with TNT and TBS. How will that look? Will they drop AEW for a raw product that has had historically, for the most part, better ratings than the AEW shows? Yeah. Hard to say. Controversy. I, I wouldn't say it's controversy. I, controversy. I mean, it's definitely not controversy. Um, I said it. I know you did. I'm <laughs> I'm refuting it. Uh, I, I mean, I just I don't think it's a, a controversial <clears throat> take in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'd have a hard time seeing Warner Discovery drop an AEW, but it could happen. But I, 
I mean, I will say, I think there's a lot of eyeballs on Punk and wanting to see what that reaction is going to be like in WWE. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure when they finally have the match between him and Seth Rollins, that is going to draw money. People are going to want to see that because there's enough question whether that's a work or a shoot, you know, and if it's going to be an ugly, you know, fight or if it's, you know, going to just be a WWE match. I'm hoping they play it a little bit more like a shoot than a, than a work. Truthfully. I think that would kind of help make it believable, but we'll see. We'll see when we get there, but it could be good. Could be good. So, any other uh, wrestling news before we move on to an actual topic that was on the run sheet? Thunder Rosa returned after like two years. Of course, Randy Orton returned. We know AJ Styles returned on SmackDown, super ripped, mm. and immediately turned heel. Ric Flair has been working with AEW. And also promoting his energy drink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> FTR oh. is feuding with House of Black. That's going to make, you know, predictions hard the next AEW pay per view. Hopefully, there's not one for a while. Yeah. 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 Well, we've uh, we, we've hit the wrestling news. Why don't we move to the other segment that we always do news from? Aki. Get her. How the Avs doing? Well, let me tell you, it's been about a 50-50. Mm. Last night, not a good night. Hmm. Avs played the Jets and let a stinker six to two. Oof. Yes. That's Very that. disappointed. Uh, however, tonight, Avs are up over the Sharks five to two at the moment. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And former Bismarck Bobcat Sam uh, Malinsky. I was going to th th try and say his. Uh, Full name there, Samuel. They're calling him Sam, but uh, Sam Malinsky. There you go. Scoring his uh, NHL goal, and in fact, uh, the final six to two, Avs beat the Sharks. Nice, nice. Well, hopefully the uh, the Avs keep some momentum going then for a bit, because that'd be nice. Nice to be winning. Uh, how about how about the uh, the old fighting Sue? I haven't actually seen the score from them this weekend. It's because uh, they're off for the old Christmas break. Uh yeah, Christmas. Hmm. Yeah, well, gosh, we're just running down the teams. Well, that brings us as we keep dropping in the uh, the level of hockey. Uh, that brings us to the uh, Bismarck Bobcats. That's right there, Howie Blues. The Bismarck 
Bobcats. And uh just want to emphasize that. <laughs> yeah. Uh the St. Cloud Norsemen were in town Friday, Saturday. Yeah, and you actually went to a game. And uh you, you know, kid, like me and the family were this close to actually going to that same game. Hmm. We're like these close. Um, but Should the kids were, were both like uh, extremely tired and cranky. So it's like, uh, hmm. I don't know if we want to do let them run up and down the uh, the old uh, bleachers and let them burn off some more energy, and then. Uh, it doesn't work like that, uh, Kidder. Uh, yes, they do get tired, but then what happens with kids is they get their second win, which is actually a burst of cortisol that then makes them even more difficult to put to sleep. They get more wild and frantic and frenetic, and they don't just, like, crash. It's actually kind of chaotic. Like, I wish it would happen to all of us where, like, we get to that point in the day where, like, okay, I'm exhausted. I just want to go home. And it says, like, poof, okay, I got all this manic energy. Let's just get everything done. Yeah. So, but anyway, how was the game, Kidder? It was good. Except I do have to, you know, my... Uh, one complaint, I guess, about all of it, because uh, I love hockey. I uh, love going to hockey games and being able to experience the game and the seats that uh, I was uh, granted, shall we say. At the very end, like right at the corner. Ooh. Uh so not a bad perspective looking down the rink, but it was on the kids' side, essentially, where the kids are always running back and forth, and people are getting up and leaving and going to get beers and going to get food and going to the bathroom. And so constantly you have this happening, and you're like, get out of the way. I'm just trying to watch the freaking game, and it's just people and it's it's very distracting which makes me miss and love the ralph even more because yeah during play you could get up and go although most of the people at the arena are that big of hockey fanatics and understand that you wait until a break in the action to get up and leave and of course you aren't allowed to go down to your seats until there's a break in the action <clears throat> very much miss that and so i will do everything in my power to never sit over on the bleacher side again uh -huh. so so you were on were you across north from the side yeah you were across from the penalty box yeah Ooh. yeah i tried my hardest not to sit over there yeah i and, and most Mostly because there's no backrest. It is like yes. the most uncomfortable. <laughs> if you're going to sit on that side, you had to be all the way up at the top because then you get the wall at least. Correct. Yeah. And I was leaning forward. I was I was doing the old, you know, straight back. So then you're right. And you you you're trying to keep the back stretched out a little bit, and 
Thankfully, my back doesn't really hurt because of that, but my ass kind of hurts because that and I was standing up the whole time before, during uh, the intermissions and then after the game as long as I could, but it, it just killed it because the the kids everywhere, people everywhere. One of the best things about sitting right there was it's, we were right by the ramp and so the guy with the beer right there turns the corner, beer help! <laughs> Ah, this stops right there. Here you go. You know, that was very convenient. But even with that amount of convenience is still incredibly agitating. And I, I will do everything I can to not sit over there ever again. Uh, the last game that uh, I was at, we sat over there and it was in the middle and it was up a couple rows and it wasn't bad. But again, <clears throat> positioning, the sectioning, whatever, it, it is what it is. Uh, the game was good. There were no actual fights, a couple penalties for roughing, and a uh, lot, of, lot of good chance. In fact, the captain had a, a hat trick, uh, which started off the scoring for the night. So that was fun. And then the other two goals from were from two of the other players. Uh, one of the flame pots didn't work, and the other smoke machine was running low on, on uh, smoke fuel. So that was very underwhelming. Um, the audio in that place is horrendous. And... I understand it's a giant sheet metal building with no audio absorption anywhere except for the people in it. But my God, please put a couple hundred dollars here and there for some sheets or some foam up in the rafters or like, do something. It's, so it, it's gotten worse since the last time that, that I went to a game. Well, and part of it is, is that they crank the sound like way, way too much for, for that, yes. you know, that space, because I, as somebody who has announced in that building and played music in that building, I, I'm probably one of the quiet on the more quiet side with like the music and such, especially during like the intermission breaks. I've, I've actually had like some of the other off, like you kind of play the music quiet. I'm like, yeah, because people who are here, they didn't come to the hockey game to listen to me play music. You know, they're, they want to have a conversation. It's the, you know, period break. I just have the music there so that, hey, maybe if you don't have somebody to talk to, you have something to listen to. That's it. Yep. But it's not a rock concert. Let me see if this works. Nope. Didn't work at all. In fact, it it was so loud. <laughs> That's all my all it recorded. 
that that's insane yeah i uh, there was a a song and i happened to try to uh record and obviously it it didn't work there but i tried to record the audio clip for rude boy to be able to hear because he would have laughed at it as well and clearly that just didn't work at all yeah no they play it so loud especially like even like during like player introductions the times that i have gone i've never been able to like actually hear like who's playing for our team Yeah, I, now <clears throat> I, I do have to ask because um, I'm sure yes. that they have not changed the warm-up music. Were you there for warm-ups? Yes. What did you think of their warm-up track that constantly is switching from song to song to song constantly instead of like playing a full song through? So I think they they must have changed it a little bit because uh, it played the majority of of each of the songs that I I noticed. Hmm. Um, eh, could have been a better mix done to it. There could be a lot of things done to it. There could be a, a higher quality production for sure. Having done game day operations for men's and women's hockey at UND. For almost 10 years, you can get a better quality production with less people. And the fact that they had, you know, I I saw at least five people running around doing game day stuff. You can get those people to work on different pieces and actually have them do something except for sticking uh, the scratch cutout stickers to the side of the glass. Like you can put people to work and have the other people doing stuff, not running all over the place, looking like they're going to pass out. So that that's, that's one thing, you know, I understand you're trying to operate on a budget, the lights, the horn, right? Yes. But maybe get some other automated pieces, maybe put some things, up on the rafters so then you know you have more of a, a self-contained operation that somebody can do something with a push a button instead of having to set all this stuff up out on the ice every time you know, there's different different options and different ways of going about it not my game not my building not my problem but i mean that might be a reason why <clears throat> all of the seats aren't full, even though they're having a pretty good season. Yeah, it it it's one of those. I like I like that they're trying to do stuff to make it special, but at the same time, it's yeah, it's sometimes a little too much, if you ask me, in some of it, and for not really a grand purpose, so. But no, I, it sounds like at least they made improvements then to their warm up music. Because the last time I went to a Bobcats game, it was this track that would like start playing a song and would build to like maybe the part of a song that like people would actually get fired up for, and then it would like switch to something else. 
Mm, like a hook? Yeah, like it would get to like, like they do like ACDC's Thunder, you know, and it would kind of do that, thunder, and they build, but then to nothing, like they would do it like two, three times, like it's building, it's building, it's building, and then it would switch to like some other song, and you're just like, what? Like I think that there was a one, one of the ones that we were in, they were, um, like they, they did like, I think Enter Sandman was in the mix. And it was like the the first like verse, and it gets to like the the chorus, and it like cuts right before the chorus, which is a weird spot to cut. Enter Sandman, you know, because everybody wants to sing the chorus part or wants to hear the chorus part. That's the best part of that song. So it's a weird spot to cut. But it was doing things like that. So at least that sounds like that wasn't quite that bad. No, but, I I would have I would have noticed and called it out. <clears throat> so they must have changed that up and figured it out a little bit better. Um, but yeah, production aspect, eh? The the whole building. It would be great if the building could be completely renovated, made into a bigger, better space. I understand it's not going to happen. However would be better get some actual seats throughout get some better acoustics in there get some better game day type stuff you know just improve everything better accessibility throughout the whole building too yeah well let me uh, let me tie this into kind of the next kind oh. of piece that we have uh well, which... well, i have more on the bobcats well, let, let me tie it. We'll, we'll come back okay. to the podcast. Tie okay. it, it, it it's, it's okay. One of, one of the things that we want to talk about is uh, I worked my first hockey game of the season. I was a goal judge. And so I was over on, um, gosh, I'm terrible about directions in that building. I was, I was on the Garage opposite. Door? Uh, I was on the opposite side from the Zam. So okay. and the, well, the curling uh, club. West side. Which, yeah. And uh, so, Kidder, I, I was up in my chair, and uh, if you're on the east side, you have a little switch when you're a goal judge that you can uh, quickly flip, and it will, you know, it lights up the light. And you're supposed to try and do that before the timekeeper hits the clock button or stops the clock. Because if he stops the clock, your light won't go on. On the uh, west side, my side, couple years ago now um they actually had a uh, a puck break the light they're still missing a part so i don't have a little switch to turn on the light i am actually hardwired in and i sit there with an actual like electrical junction box with like a light switch light on it and it's hardwired in, so I can flip that on anytime and turn the light on instead of only when the clock's running. It's uh, so you talk about taking care of the building. I just wanted I had to like I had to jump in and share. Like I sit in the game holding like an electrical junction box in my hand to turn on the light when I when I do that. And it's been that way now for like three years. So that's <laughs> terrible. Like, come on. So fix five dollars in parts and fix the freaking thing. 
Apparently it's like one very specific part and they've had to like order it, but it's like extremely expensive. And so they haven't done it. At least that's the story I've heard. Mm. And I think that they've now switched to like, well, we got it working. So, uh, I guess we'll just run with that. But yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to, back to more of your thoughts on the Bobcats. I just, mm. I had to share that since you were talking about the condition of that building. Cause that's Yeah. It's kind of dirty. Needs to be cleaned up. <clears throat> Good pressure washer would really help this this spring. Open up the doors, pressure wash that SOB top to bottom, squeegee it all out. <clears throat> let's let's clean it up. You know, let's bring it into the twentieth century. Okay, please. But uh, whoever is playing scratch these days was having a good time jumping around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree and whatnot and lots of energy and so i give uh, that person props so uh, props to scratch <clears throat> you remember the the pizza panic pizza frenzy little segment where they they would play some you know real high tempo music and then scratch comes running in with the pizzas and number one, why do I want a pizza that's been shoved and shuffled around a pizza box all the way across the, like, why? You open it up and it's probably like the, uh, the pizza, the hut puked in your box. Like, <laughs> how, how can you eat that? Like, I'll just put that into the garbage, I guess. Still, my my question about that segment, like, yeah, get your pizza, and it's like, let's hold it, whatever. Okay, you get the point. Second thing, scratch, big bobcat, fuzzy head, and probably about this much visibility. I'm, I would imagine, right, or even out of the mouth, right? If it's that much, you get like this much visibility okay so running with the pizzas running with the boom just railroad some kid and scratch goes down everybody's cheering you here oh and it goes quiet a second and scratch gets up and everybody goes yeah <laughs> he's got the pizzas like, nobody cared about that little kid. Like, oh, scratches up with the pizza. Yeah! That's good. And I'll, I'll say this, Kidder, because I'm a parent. Uh, one, it's because everybody gets tired of those kids running around that place. So, you know, like, nobody feels sorry for them that they're doing that. Uh, but two, it's probably the kid's own damn fault because I've seen this enough times. Again, because that visibility is so low, these kids just run up like, scratch! And, yeah, they don't, they don't. He doesn't see them, so correct. Yes. Yeah. So Scratch went running, gave the pizza away, went to the other side, gave the last pizza away. And about three, five minutes later, something like that comes back when he's got the whiteboard. Sorry if that was your kid. <laughs> and just goes down the and he's he's doing the was your your kid no your your kid no, like your kid no okay no so at least he you know felt felt a little sorry for 
put right that in. kid as a speed bump in the highway of life. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it sounds like we're picking on kids with this, but but for anybody, if you have never been to a Bobcats game and seen, like it is, it is like the the families come and for the most part, like it's the parents trying to watch the hockey game and the kids are just running amok through the entire place, like the entire night. Um, and, and it really like we take like our kids and our kids, they're uh, young enough where they don't have to buy a ticket for an actual seat. So like, like the last game, junior sat on my lap pretty much the whole game. We talked hockey as it was happening. We don't, let our kids just run amok with that. Um, you know, well, we, we haven't even taken ours down to the ice for like the retrieval of the chuck pucks. Cause that's just a madhouse. You know, that's, ugh. And, it, and it's the best example of like bad behavior on display. Cause it's like all these kids, like the, the older kids are like, get out there first. And they're just scooping up all the pucks so the little kids can't get out, but then they like they're they're so busy trying to get all the pucks, like the Zam. The number of times the Zam has had to then wait because the kids are dinking around on the ice, sliding on the ice. It's just like, oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. So we haven't taken our kids down, and if we did, yeah, I I mean I admit it, I'd be that kind of strict parent. Like, all right, we got our one puck. All right. Back to put it in the bucket. <laughs> you know. <laughs> One and done. We're out of here. <laughs> we gone. Uh, you know. But yeah, it, it is a madhouse. And if you're sitting anywhere, especially on uh the side that you were on, Kidder, it is. It's kids just running up and down that side constantly. It's a little, a little bit harder over on the other side, which is why I always sit over there. Besides it's actual decent seats, but any other notes from the Bobcats game? Since uh, you said you had more, I uh, won five to two. Good game. No real fights, so that was that was kind of weird. <clears throat> that was kind of weird. Hmm. Yeah, the seats seats are still less than uh, can be desired. Uh, also, you know, no real ushers or anything, so. Even though you have a seat assignment, nobody there to ensure that you are at the correct seat or in the correct section. And so, you know, that uh, is whatever. So instead of sitting in our seats, which were in D, we sat in A, which again, not that big of a difference, but could have could have been could have been uh, just a little bit. um better being away from everybody and then up a little higher. I didn't think that they had uh, Bud Light and so I went with a straight Budweiser just diesel right off the bat. <laughs> so that was that was a little thick. And then guys like, "Oh yeah, we have Budweiser." Oh. I'll take one of those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but like parking to get out was somewhat surprising in that it was decent. Hmm. Like people were respective using the 
the or respectful, not respective, but uh, respectful for their respective lanes, and then also using the alternating method, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it sucks, but let that person in front, and then you go, and then somebody goes behind, and then eventually you all get out because everybody keeps moving, and then there isn't the question of, well, should I go? Should do 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 should I do do wait? No, 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 you go. No, 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 you go. No. So, anyway, um, that was all right. And then on the way home, we got McDonald's. Sorry, the golden arches with the M that doesn't stand for Mark Kidder. What? You mean McDonald's? Dark Moon McDonald's, right? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the missus had to get the, the adult happy meal. Oh. Did she feel happy afterwards? No. Because <laughs> she's always angry. <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> she's right behind me for a second. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this camera on and sit here in case I get murdered. <laughs> Then you know there's there's specific proof. Uh, well, uh, Kidder, as I, I mentioned earlier, I I too was at a hockey game this week, uh, although oh. mine was high school hockey. You don't want to know what if one day you woke up as a McNugget? No. Um, anyway. And the McNugget buddies? No. And end up with a snapback hat and books and come wrapped in a McDonald's sandwich wrapper. I mean, I keep saying no and you keep telling me. So it's <laughs> That's cuz I might get murdered by the end of this show. So I need to get it all out. Uh Anyway. One uh Kenner, you should have signed up for murder bird uh protection. <clears throat> I don't know if Murderbird can help me in this situation. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yes, I was at a high school hockey game. Uh, I got asked to uh, fill in for my father-in-law. He was undergoing a, a small medical procedure. So I, uh, I got to, once again, don the fedora and head to the rink and uh, go step in a high chair and count shots on goal. Uh, it was... Uh, it should have been a good game. It was the Legacy Sabres minus one Mario Lamaru, who uh, is no longer the coach of the Legacy Sabres, uh, versus the Minot Magicians. Uh, Legacy Sabres were the West Region champs last year, so this should have been a good, a good match. Uh, started off all right, but... Then the floodgates opened, and it was one goal, two goal, three goal, four goals for uh, the Minot Magicians. Uh, and on that fourth goal, I didn't see what happened. It was on. I was I was down on my end, but I was I was doing my job, man. I was watching the puck. So here's what I can tell you: the shot came in from the left. The goalie made a diving save. The puck got rebounded out. And uh, right kind of down the center, and there was a Minot Magician player there who just put it right in the back of the net. 
beautiful play on their part. Uh, but something happened, uh, and the the Legacy Sabres goalie was down and not moving. He stayed down for quite a while. Uh, eventually got up and skated off ice, so that was good at least. Um, but I don't think it was a great diagnosis because uh, in between periods, I happened to walk uh, back kind of through the players' area to get to the uh, – penalty box so I could chat with the other off-ice officials in case there were any questions or at least to maybe find out even what had happened. Um, and I, I saw the parents and and family who were there as the goalie was getting checked out. And uh, by the next period break, when I went again to go there, um, he was uh, he was not nowhere to be seen, but uh, clearly the sister and the mom were in pretty strong tears. So kind of gives an impression that it was a something serious and on the injury side. So I don't know for certain, but I hope the young man's okay. Um, so they brought in their backup goalie. Uh, he was able to kind of finish out that period. Thankfully, that was kind of towards the end. So he finished out. Uh, we get into the second period, and it's just more of Minot. Um, it was kind of very clear second period if the first period was the chapter and the goalie goes down the second period which has a chapter title would be and there would be revenge and it was just very much clear that the legacy sabers were were mad that their goalie was out and they were just trying to hurt somebody and they were more focused on hitting people than playing the puck um they had one player try and mess with the opposing team's goalie uh, and try and knock him out of position for a goal. No penalty or anything came out of that, although there probably should have been a penalty uh, with it. But uh, Minot would strike uh, a, a couple more times. I think it would be, oh, it was either six or seven to nothing. Uh, going, you know, into the third period. Uh, so the third period, we started with runtime. Legacy had calmed it down by the third period. Hmm. They would uh, score two goals back to back right off the bat. Uh, which here's a here's a fun observation for you, Kinder. I know you like good fun observations. So I'm the goal judge, right? So I'm watching, and I'm paying very close attention to what's going on on the ice because it's my job. Uh, but down on my end, you know, they have the seating around the end of the. Uh, the rink on both sides. I'm surrounded by legacy kids. Uh, and I can tell because they have the blankets, the sweatshirts, the jerseys. In fact, I had part of their JV team uh, sitting next to me who were giving commentary the whole time. And it was terrible. It was terrible. They were even trying to chirp the Minot team. And it was some of the worst chirping ever. Like, just terrible. Things like... One of the play players on the Magicians was wearing glasses. I'm like, oh, hey, he's wearing glasses. Hey, four eyes. I'm like, four eyes? Seriously? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what we've come down to. That's that's the best you hmm. got? One of the other might not players had long hair. Oh, look, man, they got a girl on their team. I'm like, yeah, that girl's kicking your ass. I mean, it was just terrible chirping. Um, anyway, but the point I want to get to is Legacy scores their first goal 
you know, the lights go on and the mu- the horn goes on and the music goes on. It's not until the music starts up that all of a sudden, like, the legacy kids, like, look up from their phones like, oh, we scored. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> like, the delay on that was just, I was laughing as I was sitting in the chair. I'm like, you kids aren't even paying attention to this. Yeah, you guys suck. Mm. So, Legacy scored two, which ended the six-goal differential and meant that we left runtime. It was like, God damn it. Because at this point, like, this game is over, and I just want to go home. <laughs> at that point. That happens, yeah. And now that, uh, thankfully, Minot would score very quickly after that and push back to runtime, and uh, we'd get we'd get out of the, the game, and it would end uh, eight to two. Was mm-hmm. our uh, final on that? So legacy got whomped, uh, but I, I mean, a huge part of that was losing their goaltender. Not that he was having a great game, but losing him, and then just the fact that they played just terrible hockey that second period. You know, yeah. it, it you can tell. Like, I mean, it was fairly like, oh, you guys are just literally trying to hurt somebody, and because of that, you're not making good shots. You're not making any attempts to uh to win this game. So mm-hmm. that was that was my bit of high school hockey <clears throat> this week. Sure. And tough tough to watch. Tough to watch. So <clears throat> something else that's tough to watch. I don't know if you have seen this video, but earlier this week, uh Rob Ray, former uh NHL players now on commentary and uh, typically is in the intermediary position between the benches doing the color commentary or analysis from between the benches. And this was during a Buffalo Sabres and uh, Vegas Golden Knights game. And the way the play developed is uh, the two two players came toward the neutral zone there, uh, basically toward the benches, and the puck got shot toward the two of them as a pass got deflected along the way and smoked him between the eyes right in the center of his forehead like is right in the center of his eyebrows broke his glasses took him out they gave him a towel and of course he uh, did the old pressure technique they sewed him up put a little piece of uh, tape over it Good to go for the rest of the game. <laughs> Finished it out. I, That's why but, hockey is far superior to any other sport on this planet. I don't know if that necessarily makes it far superior because, because truthfully, Kidder, and this is just me, uh, I like my brain cells. If, if I was in his position, I'd be wearing a helmet. I don't care how that makes me look on TV. I'd be like, nope, I'm staying safe out here because I don't I don't need a concussion. I don't need a, you know any of the side effects start to lose teeth just reporting a game, you know. Mm. So this is also maybe why Howard was not built for hockey, you know. I, I, I just that's my mindset. I have a little bit too much self-preservation. I I get the macho-ness, but I no. No, I, uh, I'd much rather stay safe and do not need to get hit by a puck. 
that's just my two cents. Hmm. Or, or, or better yet, I should say this, and that's my hot take. There, ah. I can I can whip that graphic out now. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I would yeah. just rather them put a piece of glass between, and then there you go. That that too, that too, that would also work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting news as it just popped up uh, as well. Just talking about wrestling, little insert into the sports entertainment here that Randy Orton, you know, Rev Theory remade the Voices theme uh, song, if you will. And uh, Randy Orton at this point has uh, turned it down to use it. So that's good. I didn't really like the new version comparatively. And then uh, also AEW is apparently no longer uh at this time has working plans on bringing in mercedes monet i.e sasha banks which may leave her open to working in new japan stardom somewhere else wwe yeah 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 uh, well, Kidder, we've been talking a lot about watching things and uh, <clears throat> and playing things and then I'm playing things. But, but I'm, I, I was making a transition to to watching because uh, you're holding something, but I I, I can't tell <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what you got there, Kidder. Well, at first I got this from Brother Nico. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he gave me an AR mag for Christmas. Uh, and then I opened it up and uh, no, not an AR mag. <laughs> but, right? It looks, it looks like what you think it is. Uh, I mean, it looks like a play school pocket <laughs> knife. Oh, no, it's a hot dog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Got the bun and the hot dog, and it'll screw you up. Just can't can't stab it. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Interesting. <laughs> you were just seemingly getting there and slightly getting frustrated, and so I figured that, that uh, the old, hey, what is this, would do it. Yeah, I, you know, listen. I'm going to butter your bread. I, I, I had to just say, you know, I, I'm used to my transitions being stomped on, but uh, never with a hot dog knife. That's a, uh, that, that's new. That's original. Add that to the, the Howard getting transition stomped on highlight reel. Yeah. Instead <laughs> of stomped on or broken up, you've been cut off. Mm, right. <laughs> Been uh, given the old uh, the old dog. Ah, anyway, I was trying to say, Kidder, uh, I've been watching. Uh, it just so happens, I know it seems like I didn't talk about this all that long ago, but the Geo Wizard is back at his shenanigans, and wow, uh, yeah, uh, you know this one a little different. Uh, he's getting back to what he likes to call a more simple time of adventuring. Uh, a time he, he's trying to reconnect to his childhood where he would just go and explore places. And so this time around, 
He has loaded his backpack with a few things. He's got $10, or, you know, he's the British equivalent, 10 pounds. And he's walked out his front door and he's heading north. And that's it. No plans. No destination. No known place where he's going to sleep. And no clear sign of when this adventure is done. Like, I don't know. Is it done when he's out of money? Is it done when he hits someplace? That's my one critique of this. Like, is he going to go for three days? I don't know. Um, That's my one critique. Is there's not a, like, what ends this challenge or adventure sort of thing. But he is just walking north. Uh, He is trying his downright hardest not to trespass on this one because he's like no this is a simple adventure i'm walking county roads uh there's a lot of footpaths i'm trying to use those so um trying to do that but yeah he's going and uh i've watched the first episode because that came out and uh slight spoilers he's spent all of like 95 cents so far and uh yeah he, he's he's getting on pretty well. There is some interesting things. There's some things that he's done that you're just kind of like, huh? Like he spent the 95 cents on a bottle of lemonade that then later while crossing a fence, he tossed the lemonade over the fence and then forgot to pick up the lemonade. And so he left it behind. Terrible. I mean, the guy, uh, the, for a guy who part of his career, YouTube career is going on these adventures, he sometimes kind of sucks at it. And I think that's why I like tune in because it's like, how, how can you be so bad at this? <laughs> you know, but he is. Um, so it's been interesting to, uh, to watch. I'll, I'll continue watching the whole series. I don't know that's going to be as drama filled, um, but I'm just, I know he's up and, and doing it. And hey, there's a link in the show notes in case you want to watch this too, you know, and uh, and then see kind of his little travel log as he tries to get to I don't know where. Again, there's there's no defined like thing to this challenge. So it's I don't know, like how long Wide is he going to go? It, it is. It's it's very is. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what kind of trouble and such he gets into. So. Yeah. Hmm. What's that? Have you, but, you know, you're talking about the UK. Have you been, had a chance to watch Doctor Who? No. Okay. No. I uh, wanted to. I actually had an opportunity to do it last night. And uh, I'd kind of forgotten that Doctor Who was an option. And my wife chose to watch more of uh, Sandman. Um, which is a show that the more I watch of it, the more I just don't know that I like it. Probably it, not then. It's, uh, well, like there are things I like and I want to like it so badly, but there are just elements of it that just are a little irksome. Like some of the changes that they're having to make because the comics were written as part of the DC universe but apparently they didn't get the rights to use those characters in the show. So they're having to change some things with it, but just probably should not have made the show. The Yeah. But the, the thing that I think bugs me the most 
and in reading the comics, you know, you, you can kind of infer your own pacing on it. But the guy that they have playing Dream, he's got a good voice. You know, it, it's got a good kind of dark voice to it. But he talks so slow. It's like in the comic, it feels like Dream is much more with it and, you know, and has response and has kind of witty, you know, banter and is, is kind of a little bit quicker on his feet. And this guy just feels like he broods all the time. You know, he, he, he just feels like the emo kid who's brooding about everything. And you just kind of like just spit the line out, you know. Sounds like most of the DC's problem. And I, that's why I don't like most of the DC universe stuff. I know it's not all bad, but that's just my mild take. Yeah, I mean, part of that is just it's the dark, uh, the Zack Snyder dark take on things. But this is just it is trying just a bit too hard to kind of put it to making this brooding character. I've just never really viewed him as a brooding character, you know, and and so it's just I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't sit well, and it, it it draws, like, everything out. And also because they're changing some things, like, they're having to, like, bump up the tension in some things to, like, create drama for it. So, um, for instance, in the, in the comic, uh, there's an issue where Dream works with John Constantine, from, you know, the famous John Constantine movie played by Keanu Reeves. So it's that character, you know, in here. Um, and it's, they, they work together. There's no real tension between them. It's, you know, it's John basically saying, yes, I ended up with your bag of sand, but I left it here. We'll have to go get it. And they work together to do it. When in the uh, show version, they've changed John Constantine to Joanna Constantine. And uh, they have to put this like tension where she doesn't really trust him and work with him. And it's this kind of head butting. Uh, that said, it's played by the same gal who played uh, Clara Osborne or Oswald Clara from Doctor Who. So it, it's her playing Joanna, but yeah, they have this kind of like eh, tension to it, and you're just like, <sighs> so it's the pace is really long, the pace is slow. My wife keeps falling asleep during it, so we have to keep rewinding and watching parts again. So, like, I want to like it. I like some of the visuals with it, and I like some of the themes with it. I'm very curious how they're going to handle the um, the episode. Um, that focuses on the issue 24 because that episode or that issue of the comic is very dark and gruesome. And so I'm wondering how that's going to fit into it. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting, but yeah, they've just, they changed some things to add this tension that like it didn't need to be tense about, um, 
And, and in some ways that changes the story. And I understand, you know, there's going to be changes between the adaption and such, but um, one of the first kind of villains, his name is John in the comics. He's the very obscure DC villain, Dr. Destiny. He gets out and he's after uh, dreams, Ruby, which was what Dr. Destiny used when he was a villain to do his villainous things. And he's trying to get it back. And he's racing dream to get it. And he hitchhikes a ride with this gal who takes him through. And in the comics, they, they're very friendly. They're getting along. They joke a little bit. And, uh, you know, it, it's a, it's a, a fairly decent relationship, which then, and I'm sorry, spoilers for anybody, but the comics been out for a long time. So spoilers, uh, they've had this good relationship and she drops him off to get the ruby. He gets the ruby. And when he walks back out, you find that what's the first thing he did with it? He killed her. In the, in the, uh, the show, they have him with this woman, but then she finds out that he's a murderer and it builds this whole tension. They stop at a gas station where she fakes like she needs to get gas. So she could tell the clerk, you know, that she's traveling with the murder, like tries to turn him in, and it they end up on a friendly note at kind of the end of it. And it's just kind of like <sighs> he was so much darker in the comic version because he'd had just this whole friendly thing, and the first thing he does is he kills somebody. And here he he's being all yeah, it just it doesn't quite work. So there's just some of that that just yeah. I want to like it, and there's more episodes coming, and so I'm I'm sure I'm going to watch more. But it's just I don't know. It's there are other things I think I'd rather watch. But we had forgotten about Doctor Who when we came down. We were both exhausted, and it's like, what have we been watching? And it was Sandman. Okay, we'll watch that. So I'll try and remember though, Kidder. And we'll we'll try and get some Doctor Who watched because I do want to watch it and talk to you about it. So <clears throat> yeah, I have feelings about it. Um. You know, those sorts of things. Finished the Defenders last night. Mm. How was that for you? Still kind of like, eh, through the entirety of the series, which is one season. And, eh. Yeah. 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 But probably still better than what you're watching. <laughs> I mean, at least Sandman that way. I, I, you know, I was hoping more that we'd watch more of Altered Carbon. That show's still pretty awesome. My wife has kind of decided she doesn't like it, so it's going to be harder for me to finish that one. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, I got gotcha. you. Uh, that's uh, kind of covers everything I've been watching. Everything you've been watching, unless there's more. You're going to love this, and you're going to be surprised. Are you ready to be completely and utterly shocked at something else that I watched? Go for it. Try and shock me. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That doesn't shock me. <laughs> what? What? You know how like I was an anti-Indiana Jones, but I'm like, nah. If you had said Star Wars, I maybe would have been more shocked, but like, well, there isn't a new one. I haven't. Well, I guess there's the whole um, 
Mandalorian. Uh, uh, yeah, there's Book that. Boba Fett. Yeah. Andor. Yeah. Ahsoka. But, I mean, but, but those are all series. I don't. I don't want to have to watch one of those series. You know? I mean, plus, plus, there's the other ones that you've missed that have been out before, like Clone Wars or Rebels. More series. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. cartoon series. I don't there's need another the, series. There's even the Clone Wars movie out there. Mm-hmm. 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 So, but yeah, that would have been more shocking. Dial of Destiny, no. That's, uh, I don't know, that's not as shocking, I guess. I haven't watched it, if that makes you feel better. Well, I, I, I know you haven't watched it because you don't <laughs> You don't watch any. <laughs> I mean, I watch stuff. It's just I got kids now, so it's harder to keep up with everything. Yeah. So it's, how was it? What, what did you think of Dial of Destiny? It was very long. It's well over two hours. I shouldn't say well over, but I mean, it's less than three and it's more than two. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, it wasn't terrible. I mean, the visuals were, were all right. Okay. I'll, I'll also, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I know, I know you will. I'm more excited for Moon Knight season two. The potential is still there. There have been rumblings that they're producing a second season. They're getting things ready. And if that happens, I would be very excited for it because I loved the first season of Moon Knight. Looking forward to that. Uh, in the Star Trek realm, Star Trek Strange New World Season 3 has begun filming. They have shared some imagery as in just the the slap from the set. So that's good. Prodigy Season 2, supposedly going to be released on Netflix at some point here in the next, you know, six months. Uh, of course, the Section 31 movie. There has been in- information discovered that it's on the production slate for the next uh, six plus months. So that can finally get filmed and put together. You know, because it's only been like two and a half years since they teased that they were doing that as a series. Or longer, now that I think about it, but whatever. Looking forward to that. Doctor Who Christmas special coming up. We'll have that. So another in the uh, specials, I guess you could say. Um, What else is there? Hmm. Reacher, haven't watched it yet, but new season is out. Season two available to watch on Amazon Prime if you're doing the Prime thing. Did you uh, did you watch the first season? Not yet. Okay. 
I was just curious because I knew I watched the first season and uh, I talked about it on the show. Yes. Uh, so then when you brought it up, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did, did Kidder sneak in watching Reacher while I wasn't paying attention? And Not yet. No, I'll sneak it in at some other day. <laughs> I, uh, hey, I, I, I'll be interested to think of you or to hear your thoughts on uh, Reacher when you actually get to it. <clears throat> yeah, because I've seen both of the movies that Tom Cruise made. Or which, Tom Cruise starred in. Which, uh, you know, I I liked the uh, Tom Cruise, the first Tom Cruise Reacher movie. But that is definitely not um, Reacher. I'm just going to say that, like Tom Cruise's mannerisms and such. He's not he's not Jack Reacher. Uh, it, you know, a fine movie fine movie but like if you're if you're actually looking at it for like the literary book version of the character uh this series is much much better in that regard and it's still an enjoyable enjoyable ride so i'll i'll really i really am interested kidder to hear your take on it especially since i know you've seen both of the yes the tom cruise reacher movies it's been a while but yeah Kind of want to see those over there. I own both of them. I just I haven't watched the second one. That's one of those. Maybe the next Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, which came out first, Pacific Rim or Jack Reacher Two? Hmm. I think Pacific Rim. Okay. Okay. Lane, if you're watching, and I know I still haven't watched Pacific Rim. That's just how my life rolls these days. Um, Yes, Pacific Rim, released 2013. Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, released 2016. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and now I got to, like, try and check out, like, Godzilla versus King Kong, because there's a new Godzilla x King Kong movie. Although I'm more excited... I'm more excited for Godzilla minus one. I've heard just nothing but phenomenal reviews of that. Like, want to see it? So, yeah, I tell you, I haven't heard good reviews about it. But um, you're the only medium I've heard reviews from through. So I must have heard good reviews. Yeah. No. It, it's it's. I think so far been like the highest grossing Godzilla movie ever. So, but it's on like very limited release because it's the Japanese studio. Cause there's, there's really now two studios. There's Japanese studio making Godzilla movies. And then there's the, uh, the group here in the U S making Godzilla movies. So with how I understand it. So, uh, as of this, the movie is now grossed over thirty-four million dollars domestically and worldwide box office about fifty-seven million dollars, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive for a Godzilla movie. Directed by Takeshi Yamazaki. Mm-hmm. So, post-war Japan. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be more of an origin story. So, uh, so yeah, hey, if you get a chance to check that out, uh, go, because apparently it's awesome. So, How about Marvel's Echo? Mm. Mm. I'm way behind on Marvel. <clears throat> well, apparently it's being released early. Wednesday, January 10th or Tuesday the 9th and all five episodes will be available to watch. Hmm. And it's rated TVMA. Interesting. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it as soon as you've watched it. Yeah, we're a month out from that, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kidder, uh, do hey, do, do, do you want to hear about some bad promotion? <laughs> I mean, I, maybe. Because because in, in, in the gaming world, uh, at least the board gaming world, uh, there's, there, there's some something really spectacularly terrible happening. So, uh, Mythic Games, I've talked about on this show before, they are the makers of such uh, things as um, Super Fantasy Brawl, Solomon Kane, Monster Apocalypse, which uh, we covered in Howard's Cave of Wonder and talking about. Uh, they're the ones doing Rainbow Six Siege. Uh you know, and I, I've I've covered on this show at various times all of the issues going on with them as of late. Games that are well behind, like we still haven't seen Siege yet, although supposedly it's like this close to being done. Uh, hell has it seems to be in development. Hell, uh, no word on a Monster Apocalypse, um, and they had one other franchise come out that again I haven't heard anything about. They've been selling off IP. A lot of people are really upset with them, and the company's kind of been in basically a downward spiral. So all of a sudden, Kidder, for like the last maybe two, three weeks, uh, if, if you've been following, if you follow their social media page, or if you had you know been one of these past Kickstarters of theirs, you've been getting these things about Krampus is coming. Krampus is coming. And what it ended up being is they have built a, a like a different kind of storefront side of their uh, website and Krampus is taking over and offering killer deals and special promotions and all of this to help bring in some revenue. Why I say this is terrible is for a couple of reasons. <laughs> One, it's uh, it's like I'm getting spammed from this constantly. Uh, which is annoying. Uh, two, I don't really want to give them any more money because of everything they've done. Um, three, they spent a lot of money on new art and web design to do this, including a stupid scavenger hunt where, hey, go look through all of our products on the store and see if you can find all of the hidden Krampuses and you might win a prize, which the prize is like, I, I think it's a copy of Rainbow Six Siege before it comes out to all the Kickstarter <laughs> packers, but you know that pisses everybody off. 
But the other part of this is since they've been like, Krampus is coming, like the comments that they're getting on this is just everybody trolling back on them. Like, about time somebody comes here to deal with you. Yep, makes sense. Krampus is coming after you guys. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't think it's garnering them anything um, from it and is just fueling, again, all of the uh, Mythic Games hate that is out there right now. So, word to the wise, and I'm not a marketing expert by any means, but if your company is kind of right now well-known for screwing over a bunch of people and not delivering and failing on all of your promises, like when you say, hey, we'll send out an update every month, and you don't, um, don't spend all your time and effort designing a whole marketing campaign thinking it's going to get people fired up to buy your stuff. That's just a pro tip. So, or hey, it could be a don't do that. And look, I get to use two old graphics in the same episode. Don't do this. Nothing like uh, <clears throat> being on top of things. Yeah, I mean, now if I was a you know broadcast professional, I maybe would have thought about using those graphics before both of those rants, so that I could have put the graphic before and introduced the segment. But um, things happen. I <clears> try. <throat> You're talking about Krampus and the Christmas holiday festivals happening in Star Trek Online, and one of the. Missions in Q's village is also uh, dealing with Krampus. Yeah. And he's a simulated pretty... gingerbread men. Mm. I mean, he's pretty popular. Uh, I got one of the um, Reaper mini Christmas figures for this year, and it's it's Krampus pulling up a dwarf. I'll put up a picture because the miniature's over in the cave. <laughs> I don't want to go find it. So... But uh, since, since since we're talking gaming, I know we're coming close to the end of the show, but talking gaming a little bit. Uh, Kidder, I, I just wanted to review this a little bit. Uh, I purchased, uh, this is one of my other Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals. I bought something so that I could play with my son, and it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the board game. Uh, in this hmm. case, I just I grabbed the change and... Uh, or change is constant box. So the art for everybody. Um, this was put out by IDW Games. One to five players, 60 to 90 minutes, ages 14 and up. And you'd say, hey, should you really be playing this with a three-year-old, almost four-year-old? And uh, maybe. There's uh, it, definitely a strategy element that he doesn't grasp. But... You know, I got it mostly to be fun, um, and and he was extremely excited to play. Um, we've played two of the missions out of the tutorial. Um, and they've taken an extremely long time to play because we've been learning. And uh, I, I just want to say, uh, I bought it mostly so that Junior and I had something to do together, but this is not a great game. Uh, <laughs> This is not a great thing. Okay. And and, and here's here's why, Kidder. I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize it in the easiest bit. So the main thing is it's 
there's a bit of story, and then you basically have a combat scenario. And you get a map that's filled with terrain. And I mean, this is very, very, like, technical, like, on the terrain. Like, it has a reference sheet just for, like, hollow to interact with all the different types of terrain. And I kid you not, Kidder, it's like over half a page. That's just the reference not, sheet. Not for kids. Uh, most of it is, is fairly fine, and I've kind of been like, okay, we'll just, you know, we're going to just be easy on this. I'm not going to get super focused on it. We mostly are going to deal with the slow terrain, you know, the elevated terrain, just to be like, yeah, you can knock a guy off the building. You know, that, you know, just those kind of easy things that are just really quick to do. But I'm not getting into all of this. But it's super technical. But here's the thing, and this is why the game is not that great, if you ask me. Every character gets a set of three specialized dice that are supposed to be for them. These are your action dice. And at the beginning of the round, you roll your action dice, and whatever comes up, those are the actions you are allowed to do this turn or this round. Now, there's a few things in it where you get to arrange them. So if you roll your three dice, however you arrange them is important because the dice that's on your on the left, whatever that ability is, you get to share to the player on your left. The dice that's on the far right, you get to share that you know ability to the player on your right. So you can help each other out, which is very crucial because Kidder to move which you think would be a fairly big part of this, you have to roll for. So if you don't roll any of these skateboards, which represent movement, you're not moving. And so this is an extremely tactical game in that sense, but because you have to roll for what actions you do, you kind of get stuck unless you're all really working together, which, again, I'm working with a three-year-old who... Uh, one of the faces of the die does let you select what you want if you roll it. It's kind of like a wild. And, uh, you know, like we were playing today, and he, Junior, got that. And I'm like, okay, buddy, what side do you want? He's like, oh, I want the shell, which is basically an extra die of protection. Like, but, buddy, it would be better if you chose a katana. No, I already got a katana. Okay. <laughs> So it's it's frustrating in that sense, like if you're not all on board. But still, I, I have had turns where it's like, I, I guess I don't move because I didn't get it. Neither of the players to the left or right of me got it. I'm not moving this turn, which, yeah, it, it it's there's too much chance for something that is set up to be so strict, you know, tactics based. And that's why I don't, I'm not really enjoying it. Is it, it feels like if I, if I want it to be that tactical, then I want the ability to be that tactical back and not go, all right, I need to move a good six spaces. Will I get it? Nope. I guess I'm going to stand here again. So it's, uh, it's that. I might try to modify the rules to make it a little bit simpler for Junior and I to play. But right now, it's kind of like, ugh. So I, I just, I'm just saying that. Anybody's curious and just thinking of buying this, it's okay. 
it's it's not great, which is probably why, even though this was supposed to be the first game in IDW's uh, Adventures Universal game system, so they were going to do this with other licenses that they had, and then you could combine them. Uh, this is the only one I know of. <clears throat> so, tells you something right there. I will say though, like I got the entire Kickstarter bundle because this was originally kickstarted, but I got it for far less because. Again, Cyber Monday, super deal. Hmm. So oh, good, you save yeah. money on something that kind of sucks. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, as I said, I think I can make it into something that Junior and I like and can play. And he has a lot of fun, and he wants to play more of it. Although he was a little bummed, he was trying to help me put miniatures away, and he got a little jammed up, and he broke uh, the Donatello figure. So. I fixed it already. It's back in the box, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So, <sighs> well, yeah. speaking of something else that's broken, and I forgot to tell you about two things. First of all, Charlotte Flair, she's broken. She tore her ACL, MCL, and meniscus. So she will be out for about nine months and potentially also uh, may have injured her neck in a uh, move where she fell from the top rope in the match against Asuka. So she'll be out for a while and that hurts and sucks. Second thing, this pile of garbage. He's, he's, he's looking. He's like, is that what I think it is? Well, yes. it, it, it looks like a shiny box. Uh, there, yeah. There's a, well, there's a Sue logo on it. Um, yeah, oh, okay. that's how it's, shiny it is. It's that's how new I have kept this pile of garbage since I got it two years ago. So new that there weren't even fingerprints on it, and it's very shiny. What did it do? Just bricked. What? What was it supposed to do? Turn on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then. Well, it's the fire cube. Oh, sorry, so, I didn't. I didn't know exactly oh. what it was besides a black oh. metal box. And oh, so I, was I like, thought. I thought you could see the uh, the Amazon here. As you Only see yourself in its re reflection, I know you got a screen about this big. This big, so. yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like only like up for a little bit where I could see Amazon, and I'm like, gotcha. okay, but what is it? Like, you, your faith in me to recognize tech on a small screen from like two feet away. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. appreciate the thought, man, but I'm not that good. <laughs> I tried trying to bring you along, <clears throat> so. Uh, thanks to old Black Friday, instead of $140, I spent $120 getting a new one. Yay! And uh, I don't know, it bo it boots to the part where you can be like, there's a problem! You should factory reset this. Use the buttons on your remote or on the top of the device to do it. And you're like... Won't do it. So, 
that may be something I end up just shooting. I don't know. I mean, you could. And if you do, make sure you film it and that people can see it right here on the Triple B. Yeah, just like that. We'll have and, to uh, see. <clears throat> uh, well, uh, Kidder, on that uh, probably sad note with a bit of cheap promotion, um, mm -hmm. you know, tomorrow's Monday. I have to work. Yeah. I think you have to work. And, yep. uh, and so it may be a sh little bit of a shorter episode, but we should probably uh, consider wrapping this thing up with a couple of plugs so we can both get to bed and go to our day jobs. Yeah, where we actually make some money. Because you, yes, you, watching or listening. Yeah, and you too, Howard. Yeah, damn it, you too. We need your help. Streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. Please subscribe. A little as one dollar a month can help keep this show afloat. Beerbluesbs.com, the other place where you can help us. Both of those sites have merch stores, and we love for you to help us. Pick out a shirt, pick out a pint glass, pick out a sticker, something, anything. Help us out. Beerbluesbs.com. Or streamlabs.com slash beer blues BS. That would be phenomenal if you could help us out. Also, uh, like, share, subscribe, all the videos and the audio. We are on all of the platforms. If you have any account for any video service, like YouTube specifically, or any of the audio services, you know, like iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, etc. Search for Beer Blues and BS. Beer Blues and BS. Beer Blues and BS. And please subscribe. Help us get to the next level. We want to make some money to pay for the show. We're not looking to get rich, although that would be kind of cool. And we would help bring that to you. We'd actually have a set. We could actually do it in the same place. How about that for a miracles? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that. Help us out. Like, share, subscribe. Thanks. Appreciate it. Howard Blues, final thoughts? Uh, here's a fun one for you. And I, I don't know if the guy is trolling or not. Um, but I, as I was scrolling through here, somebody just posted on one of the Magic the Gathering for, forums. It says, found these in my collection. Super rare black lotuses. Looking for a place to grade slash sell. Asking 30000 each. No low balls. I know what I got. Uh, what he's actually got there, Kidder, and I'll, I'll, I'll show it so you can see. Uh, those aren't the black lotus, the super rare magic card that everybody wants. Those are the blacker lotus from one of the uh, comedy sets. Hmm. Uh, and if you can read the text on it, it actually says, tear blacker lotus into pieces, add four mana of any one color to your mana. So you're supposed to tear these cards up. Uh, the guy is getting roasted in the, uh, hmm. in the comments because, of course, somebody immediately posts an actual uh, black lotus and you'll notice the white border instead of the silver 
working that is an actual uh, card instead of the comedy card. So hmm. I don't know if the guy was doing it as a joke or if he's serious and uh, such, hmm. but uh, yeah, there you go. Weird people on the internet. A little, uh, you know, take it as you will. There you go. Yeah. Final thought. Magic. <clears throat> All right. It's like how that stuff just kind of works out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. In the radio world, uh, tomorrow, I will start an hour earlier. Whoa, an extra whoa, whoa. hour. Extra hour of whoa, the whoa, Killer whoa. Kidder show. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I heard that announcement. That's not until the 19th, man. Tomorrow's only the 18th. And the 18th. <laughs> it happens both days. It starts on both days. But I'm glad that you actually saw that. Yeah, that, that's a reference to a video that probably most of you haven't seen, but I'll put a link down in the show notes. You know I got you covered. Anyway, go go on with your blog. I like just... us on Facebook. <laughs> just had to make that joke. <laughs> well, glad glad somebody caught that. Yeah. 2 p.m. Central Time until 7 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. I am uh, keeping the company on 96.5 The Walleye. And Saturdays, noon to 4. So please join me then. Join me often and anywhere, anytime. You can download the app, 96.5 The Walleye, the app. Just pretend this is your phone and you've downloaded it and you're listening to me on the app because it's free and you can do that. Yeah, so we'll be having more fun there doing that. Anyway, uh, I also referenced the uh, Tuscan Highway and this show in my other show on the radio. Just slipping in things. And if you're joining us from that, hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. All right, well, he's Howard Blues. I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Ketter. Uh, we got to get out of here. Uh, cle- keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that festive Tuscan Highway. Have a wonderful rest of your day, week, month, year, and we'll catch you next time on the next episode of Beer and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Wow. Yeah. You know, in case we ever want to share this with somebody. (sighs) Who wants to hear about this? Nobody, unfortunately. Yeah.
Subscriber <laughs> numbers are down. Uh, yeah. we, we, we did lose one here. Why did you unfollow our page? Are you asking me or the subscriber? You. I still follow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. You know, kind of have to because I have to put up content, you know. So. Which uh, we got like short scheduled like through most of like January. Short scheduled, huh? Yep. Finally, finally took some time to sit down and just load a bunch of them. So I see what you mean by short scheduled now. Mm -hmm. I thought you were saying that somebody was <clears throat> short scheduling us and not living up to their half of their hosting requirements. I no. <laughs> As Kidder looks incredibly guilty. <laughs> hey, but I mean, you were on streaming earlier today. That was, that was something. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you want to. Ah, I mean. I think it's worth. I think it's at least worth like mentioning in like a cheap plug kind of fashion. Like, hey, you know, you got to follow because you never know when Kidder's going to get on and just start streaming something. You know, that kind of thing. Worth sharing. You actually had quite a few people tuning in, though. I did. At, at times, yeah. Hmm. I should go back and actually look at uh, the metrics on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now seems like a good time. Because I mean, it wasn't gangbusters, but it, like, <clears throat> you know, uh, I was I was trying to get him like fired up and engaged with you know my uh, my dad jokes that I was uh, telling. Yeah. Yeah. You had those going. Yeah. Junior was disappointed, though, that you didn't have your mic on. Oh. I did in a little bit after Rude Boy joined. Ah. Yeah, we had stopped watching by then. Yeah. I was calling you out and nothing. <clears throat> Sorry. Kids, man. Mm -hmm. I got kids. We only had eight views. What are you talking about, gangbusters? I said it wasn't gangbusters. I just said people were watching. <laughs> there, I added it to the gaming. I'll, I'll make a thumbnail for it tomorrow. Oh, okay. I won't change it. Yeah. And by when I say, like, I'll make a thumbnail, I mean I'm totally going to use AI to generate a thumbnail and... Uh, And do it. So you guys were mostly just doing trucking. Yeah, we were holiday trucking. <clears throat> okay, good holiday trucking. I'll, I'll try and remember that. You know, like two festive holiday trucks colliding. That might be my prompt. You know. Yeah. <laughs>